All right, and anyways, uh, today's episode is I don't know what uh, exact word to put on, but uh. the topic, Ashka topic, has generation gap or difference in different generations, uh-huh. right? Uh, from medieval times to the modern twenty first century, uh-huh. uh, difference in how back then man used to grow. Uh, from kid to like man, man. Yeah. Uh, man, then man. came. Yeah. Oh, man, man. Ron Swanson, like Ron Swanson, oh, the epitome, like like the epitome, right? Bro, the from his mustache to his hairstyle, Ron everything. everything. He eats only and only red meat. He doesn't eat vegetables. <laughs> uh, doesn't consider anything else other than red meat to be food. Yeah. He needs a cigar. He needs his uh-huh. uh, scotch or whiskey. I don't know, but hard yeah. hard, hard liquor with red meat and cigar. It doesn't matter yeah. his uh, condition. Thick uh-huh. mustache. He doesn't have glasses. <laughs> he doesn't have glasses. Uh, he has Bro, like, like abundance the... abundance of wealth too. If you yeah. remember one of the episode, he has to disclose uh-huh. how much his money or food. wealth he has. And holy shit, that the other guy was shocked. Like, holy shit, how did you have so much money? Uh, even stereotypical manly uh, hobbies of building furniture or chairs, uh, right? Right from the scratch. That, like, manly, manly. Uh, from that to that, to Ron Swanson, and then to now, what we have uh, the definition. From as much as I have known, or as much as I've looked up on Google, uh, I found four, five, yeah, five type of generations. First is, yeah. Bro, one, 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 one. One important thing we forgot firstly. Yeah. We forgot to welcome ourselves on the first pirate of On the Line with Adil and Dhawal. Okay, yeah. Do that. Do that. Yes. 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 There you go. I'm really well, excited. That... This is finally happening. Yeah, that also reminds me. अपने इतने time तक साथ में रहे literally across each other's room, like yeah. two steps, literally two steps, not even two yeah. steps. Like second step would be in your room, yeah. without a doububt. Bro, इतने close रहे हमने decide किया था कि हम लोग एक handshake बनाएंगे. आज तक वो handshake हमने नहीं बनाया. Bro. And fun. every time I see such real or any video where people are doing such crazy handshakes. And it gets me like, हम लोगों ने अब तक क्यों नहीं किया है? Bro, अपना एकदम ultimate handshake बनेगा. उसके लिए खाली थोड़ा सबर करना पड़ेगा. Done, bro. That also reminds me one of the most iconic handshake I have ever seen, and that is. Do you know which one I'm talking about? Uh, handshake. Uh, I don't remember. Phil Dunphy. Pro Phil Dunphy <laughs> does a weird as. Handshake <laughs> with the neighbor kid he used to live with, and he was very good friends with. Who has hots for Claire? Oh, Big bro, time. Bro, I, know, I know who you're talking about. Manshake. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing manly about that. Nothing manly about that. But they call it manshake. <sighs> anyway, uh, let's say we are starting over now. So. <laughs> I would like to welcome myself. I would like to welcome my amazing brother, Adil Nolanwala. Boom. Nolanwala. Nolanwala. 
boy. Man, uh, this is officially the first episode. Aaj ka topic bhi bahut interesting hai. It's generation gap, generation difference. Uh, aaj discuss karenge how different generation throughout their different uh-huh. period, how they they grew, what difficult or difficulties they felt uh, faced. Sorry. uh their behavior uh-huh. their language their slangs uh everything we'll try to cover most of the things as much as we have uh bro what is like one generation you would have loved to be part of hey, to be okay to be part of no yeah what is like one generation you would have loved to live in Ah, I'm I'm pretty sure it's not oh, Gen is... Z. Uh it is not what? Oh what is what? Definitely not Gen Z. Oh, uh, okay. Yeah. I don't know. I I feel like the 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 latest gen generation the way to 30 30 feel okay. you know they they are very pampered they are fragile they are very fragile that's the proper term they are very fragile in terms of everything you have to be very sensitive about what you are trying to say or they, they are very okay. you know like stubborn they will only view the point of view they want to uh-huh see instead of what we are actually saying or what 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 is actually happening or trying to convey right and then instead of they are also impulsive so instead uh uh-huh. so if you say something in a particular way or a particular thing basically they are going to see what they want to see and if you are even try to explain you know what that's not something i was trying to say or convey but that's something you were trying you are rooting for but that's not this conversation is about but they are not going to give into that discussion they are like no this uh-huh. is what you did and that stubbornness uh that hard headedness towards something and being very fragile about every single thing i don't want to be part of that okay yeah but, but maybe i would love to be gen x or maybe i would go to the i don't know now i i'm pretty sure i won't survive that age or when was uh Shivaji Maharaj or you know similar leaders were in mm-hmm. I want to say the 1900s 1900s no bro I mean for your answer or are you giving me the answer for I'm giving you the answer it's 1900s okay. I don't think so well because like uh, Shivaji uh, and all these people bro that was impossible right because because shivaji maharaj died in 1680s oh really wow yeah like that that was a bro 90s mein where have you, have you heard or have you seen ke there were royal families or abhi bhi unka utna bada ho raha hai like it's been a very long time oh bro uh, fuck my history is way off then because in my head was like in the 1800s that's when the mughals came to um, india and like at mm-hmm. one point akbar's empire was at peak and mm-hmm. uh, after that like a lot of other kingdoms and all the other rulers came around the 
Alexander so, the Great tried to conquer India. That didn't uh, that didn't happen. He he wasn't able to do anything. Oh yeah, he, was he actually, wasn't able to do anything. But yeah, he was defeated badly. So when was the Taj Mahal built? I'll I'll, I'll look that up. So That's Mughal true. Mughal Empire was in uh, ruled most of the northern India from the early 16th to the mid 18th century. Oh, okay. Wow. Do you, do you understand? Like if, yeah. if it was in nineties, then we would be still having like good amount of knowledge regarding Shivadi Maharaj. We would be seeing more of Royal families, uh-huh. Kings and Queens still having that hold on everything. Basically we do. So that was definitely not nineties. Wow. Uh, Tavu, oh, the, right? It was built in the 1632. 1632. Wow. Okay. Yeah. Nice. Uh, sorry, we got diverted. Anyways, uh, coming back to the question, if I would be part, I'm very comfortable being part of the generation I am right now. Uh, mm-hmm. But if I want to go a little bit back, uh, yeah, Shivaji Maharaj or 1600s, so I could see everything such gloriness of a single particular person why he holds uh-huh. uh why he looms so huge in everyone's heart in in a in a huge province from where you come from from a state uh not just the state but you know pretty country bro like shivaji maharaj was uh-huh. a big icon yeah so i would love to see or be part of that era just so i could live in that gloriness see okay. what's the hype about what about you Bro, uh yeah uh well i would love to live in uh like from the 1950s onwards like once world war ii was over over okay from that period on to yeah from that period on to now that would have been a really nice time to live <sighs> okay and basically you would you would love to see the industrial revolution in good yeah. peak form yeah good peak mafia form. yeah the mafia the drug lords um, yeah because they like yeah bombay london all these countries right have, yeah all these cities they have very very right uh, bro like the gangsters at that time was so cool See, that's what I was talking about. Like manly men. Now, now we cannot say such things. I don't find manly men anymore. Bro, but I feel like just because uh, how the society is progressed right now, it's it's difficult to find men like that. Uh, yes. Like crime right now, you know, everybody is online. Everybody can be found anywhere. So yeah, to be a criminal at this point is. If you're anonymous, if you're off the grid, that's when you're the biggest criminal. And then these criminals are usually hunched over screens behind like grids and grids. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Right. So yeah. maybe like there are some gangsters out there still, but bro, there are gangsters, one hundred percent. There are gangsters, and you know, even definition of gangsters would have been changed or evolved with similarly the way definition for man has evolved now. Mm-hmm. apparently so similarly change, change in the name of uh sorry definition of a criminal or a gangster or godfather has definitely evolved from what where it was and where it is now 
Yep. What's the one generation you would not be like to be part of? So, okay, Gen X, Gen Y, Gen Z, Gen Alpha, or silent generation or traditional baby boomers, basically. Uh... Baby, okay, I'll, I'll, I'll describe it for you. So for baby boomers, they are between 1946 to 1964. Okay. Gen X is mid to late 1960s to late or early 80s. That's Gen okay. X. Gen Y is basically us, uh, 1980s to early 2000s. Okay. And then Gen Zs or Zoomers. They are also called Zoomers, by the way. I had no idea. <laughs> Zoomers. Yeah. Zoomers. Zoomers, yeah. So born between, I, I, I'm not sure about this definition, but that's what I found on the internet. It says mid-90s till okay. 2010s, 2010s. And then... Gen Alpha between mid 2010s and mid 2020s. Wow. Yeah. Gen Alpha. Ooh, so wow. babies, there are babies that are born in 2010 and 2011 and 12. Wow. 22, bro. Babies born in like being born in 2022. Wow. Like, imagine. Shit, man. You're fucking old. I. <laughs> I'm not fucking old. I'm not old. Neither are you. You're way younger than me. How can so you I'm say like that? 76. <laughs> In your mind? There's a lot of lies. Bro, okay, okay. Feels uh, like it. Feels like it. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah. Um, so, like that, if you're asking me what generation I don't want to be yeah. part of, I don't think there is no. any generation it, that I wouldn't it, want to participate in. Okay. Actually, not at least think... to like, pardon? No, go on, go on. Um, if I have to really think about it like that, I don't think I want to be a part of any of anything before 1900 or like 1880. I don't want to go before that beyond that oh, okay before that okay okay yeah so 1880s so basically you want to go back to like before traditional generation like like why why 1880s specifically or 18 1800s sorry bro not specifically 1880s i feel like anything past beyond 1900s is too difficult of a time to live in um yes Yes. And in, for a lot of reasons, you know, we look at castles and we look at history and all this, but you also need to consider that castles didn't have electricity. So castles also got fucking cold or hot because if they hot. were built with... Yeah. And then also like if castles... Yeah. If, if also castles were built at such levels, so the lower levels of the castles would have, have to be so dark and, you know, with the rodents... So anybody, anybody yep. any of the maids who are living down, they're kind of fucked. So it's yeah. only the royalty that's living in the castle. They're doing good. So, but, yeah. So, go on, go on. Yeah, man. And like, apart from that, like, uh, yeah, some of the civilizations were very nicely built. Like, okay, okay. So if I really had to go back in time, I would love to go back to Egypt. Hmm. Man, Egypt or the Mesopotamian... Mesopotamian, Mesopotamian, Mesopotamian. I don't know what I'm saying. Okay. But Harappa and Mesopotamia, yeah, the yeah. Indo Valley civilizations. Man, those are things that I would love to visit. 
but just to be able to see how they created all these magnificent structures structures yeah yeah 100 that's that's an interesting thing to see you know we have lot lots of lost history when it comes to specifically india uh-huh. uh if we can go back in time we can see that would be so amazing things they have done things how they used to do things basically like ima- literally imagine being part not part but at least being able to see from a third person view how they were building pyramids uh-huh. how they are lifting such big blocks placing it oh, perfectly bro i had no inexplainable because in, in uh, like uh fun i was saying to witness that thing in real life to know the knowledge that how they did because no one knows no one knows mm-hmm. in this moment right no one knows why they buried mummies uh, inside pyramids bro that i believe they've discovered because of like uncovering some hieroglyphics and stuff that uh, that was the way they took care of the burial process yeah um but mummies not every not all the all the people that died in egypt were mummified it was just the pharaohs and the kings so for the these people got that process where they used to get mummified and then all the jewelry and a lot of other things would be put into their tomb with them because at that point it was thought that these people will be using all these things in the afterlife mm-hmm. yeah if you see the scriptures if you see the carvings they have done kind of they try to leave information behind for people the future generation to basically discover what was going on what they did uh but it had it's hard to uh translate what they were trying to say at this moment they have so many yeah yeah and uh, well a lot of history was also lost uh, because of stupidity so uh obviously first the things that people struggle not obviously and this is what i think is that people struggled with is documenting things people didn't have paper the egyptian valley mm-hmm. like they still had the papyrus that they used to write on they used to make that from some kind of seaweed if i'm not wrong um okay. but yes they were they did try to document a lot of things even ancient yeah. greece if you look up at the the temples and the buildings that are built in ancient greece those were really yeah, yeah. really cool um and they try to document how they built those things too uh, but then when the greece got or the greeks got um raided by the gauls and the gauls were trying to take over they destroyed a lot of the texts and texts and the libraries because they were uncivilized people they didn't really know how yeah. to read and write so right. they thought that these scriptures were unholy or like mm-hmm. um it wasn't useful and they just destroyed a lot of architecture so many things right even um, in afghanistan um oh not afghanistan um well kabul is in afghanistan right i'm not sure but in yeah. in that area uh there was a lot of um Buddhism was a religion out there and a lot of the relics out there were destroyed by uh, 
terrorists because the terrorists in Afghanistan okay, the Muslims yeah, yeah. were they don't believe in idol worship mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. a lot of these idols and everything were broken down and just blasted off by bombs so a lot of heritage has been lost like that too but yeah man if you see ancient architecture that was very unique and very differently made um there's this temple in Parthenon Parthenon I believe it's the Parthenon is the temple's name okay um if you look at it from a distance it looks as if everything is in a straight line mm-hmm. so there are a bunch of pillars in the Parthenon and if you look at them all the pillars look in a straight line but if you come up close you'll see that how nicely the Greeks have built an optical illusion because the pillars aren't standing straight at all the pillars are standing at a slight angle so if the pillars have to be extended up they would end up in a triangle position and not go straight up as a rectangle <laughs> you have to like look at it to see it what i'm talking about right no i know what you're trying to say uh yeah you know it, it's not just the other part everywhere in the world has such uh architectural marvels mm-hmm. it, it's hard to explain how they did such accurate such perfect job such accurate and beautiful by the way everything was beautiful uh, e- even if you see colosseum rome in rome yeah. like imagine the structure of it um statue of zeus yeah uh statue this, I've never seen the statue of Zeus uh this famous church I don't remember the name I don't know the name actually it's it's in Rome uh I know that because recently it it it, it got damaged because of fire okay. I think uh and I played this game Assassin's Creed you know it uh-huh. Uh, Assassin's Creed has habit of getting things I think you know just right uh from the time period they were trying to make the games. Uh Assassin's Creed had I don't remember which game was it but they had the structure of the of that particular church made in okay. the game with every tiny detail. So when okay. the church then when the church was damaged they asked Ubisoft the company which makes Assassin's Creed for blueprints and everything so how they are, they are oh. again trying again they are making the the trying to restore the church building yeah they are restoring or restoring the damaged part to the exact or as close as possible to what how they built to the real thing wow that's so that's imagine even in this 2022 the most modern times we are still not able to get what they did in that time where they didn't had yeah, electricity all the cutting edge technology that we have electricity around how to yeah fuel oh they oh had man. no option of all these no paper i think i'm not sure but what about the blueprints i i don't think they might have blueprint <laughs> but imagine right yeah also man. about elora caves like let's talk about india elora caves bro Just yeah like that that is also one of the i would say most magnificent 
uh, architectural structure. So I would love to go to Ajanta Ellora Caves. Okay, I have never been. My sister has been there, but mm -hmm. I think I saw a reel, or maybe I was reading. I don't remember, but um, it was basically so. Okay, here it is. A protected site under the ages of Archaeological Survey of India Cave Number no. 16, popularly known as Kailash Temple, is a World Heritage Site carved from, uh, and that's where the article cuts off. Single monolith structure. Yeah, that that was so interesting. So imagine that a pura pahad hai, pro pahad ko upar se ne carve karna chalu kiya hai to make a structure out of it. Upar se chalu kiya hai, bro. Ek pahad ko. Without damaging, and that's a whole that's a whole unit. Wow. And 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 it it's not just case they add DTs, they they add certain uh you know carvings or make yeah. structures or designs. But bro, they, they made a temple like tum under jauge under se bhi designs. Hai. Wow. Bro, so I think like well, and if you and and if you see the photos of that particular site, like marvelous. How, yeah, how man, I'm looking at photos of it right now, and it's fantastic. But your yours my this thing, yours my theory behind it. Yeah, like yeah. You start chipping away from a block from the top, you can yeah. still make shapes, right? So if you have a general idea, like let's say this is the mountain that you're trying to carve. Yeah. Okay, now this is how it looks from the top. Yeah. Or this is how it looks from the top. Okay. And let's say you're making a structure out here. So you can make a square. Mm -hmm. And then you can chip away everything around it. And then on that square, you can always add detailing. Does that make sense? Okay. I know what you're trying to say. Now mm -hmm. remember, no electricity, no yeah. fuel. Mm -hmm. No guess, nothing. They carved it because they had vision in their head, and that's a very difficult thing to do on a mountain to build such a structure. Bro, but I also feel they didn't really have anything else to do. Also, I mean, <laughs> you never know. No electricity, no well, food. They don't have to worry about going anywhere. They don't have to worry about watching. <laughs> and fucking sitting all day with their dicks in their What hands. the fuck? So exactly what? right. And they'll get, they'll uh, get creative. Yeah, man. Creativity. Like, one thing which have stood with time and testament and that's creativity. Human creativity. That, that, that thing is very strong. We still have some very creative people. Mm -hmm. And by people I... Don't just mean with Gen X or Gen Y or people before them. Like even Gen Zs or Zoomers, they also they are also creative people. They also have mm -hmm. certain good creative people with them. Creativity is something which has, yeah, it's not diminishing, and that's a good thing actually. I don't want that to be diminished. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Creativity. Yeah, uh, from creativity, let, let's talk about how, how do you think people or generation, the traditional generation or Gen X, Gen Y and Gen Z, how, how do you think they would have or what percentage of interest would they would have in politics or government? What do you think?
in my view, you know what? I, I feel like uh, the silent or traditional generation, Gen X, I think this two generation, they were not so much invested in the in politics or government at that time. Fairly building new system, building new world. Plus, at the same time, uh, I feel like what I know or I have seen is people back then, they were focused mainly on, you know, make the livelihood, have good house, have a good family. And that's about it. You know? Bro. Okay. okay uh, but you. now, but yeah, but now uh, it's a good thing. I'm not saying it's a bad thing. With Generation Y, even certain Gen, Gen X and definitely Gen Z. I, I, anyways, uh, Gen X and Gen Y, they they have lots. I think they are way more invested and interested in government policy and elections. Like, look at me uh, as a Gen Y. I would say <laughs> I have lots of interest uh, in government and elections and politics. Okay. So I feel, if anything, I, I feel contradictory because, not contradictory, I, I believe that uh, the Generation X and the Generation Y were more invested in politics as compared to the current generation. Because okay. at that point, the government was actually sending people to war, right? So hmm. You must really have to have to believe in your government to actually go to war for your country or just enlist and do all the things. So many things like two world wars have been engaged just because people have believed in their own countries. So obviously, I believe people must have also been more invested in politics at that point because a certain government coming in meant like, OK, they would accept the treaties and another government coming in would mean that, OK, the war is going to continue. Hmm. And as of as of now, like if I see the current generation, so like yes, there is some people in the current generation who are invested in politics, but uh, I want to say it's an even split, you know, because for every person who's invested in politics, there are idiots who don't even know how to cook food. Yeah. <laughs> oh. Uh, I've I've seen like lots, not lots, but I've I've I'm seeing this trend of having youngest member in the political party in parliament for countries. Like look at uh, Canada. I think there is one. I think yeah, I think it's Canada. Uh, they have the youngest member of parliament recently. Uh huh. So I've been yeah, I've been seeing this uh, change in tide where you see only middle-aged or old people in as a member of parliament or who are actually interested in politics or are in politics for their own mm -hmm. reason but anyways uh now i've been seeing younger people like younger younger people to be part of polit politics check out the prime minister of i think new zealand she is younger check out the new well, when you prime say younger how younger in the 20s, like early 20s. Early 20s, bro. So early 20s. Thing, like, I don't really want a younger government because. Yeah. I mean, no, I'm not saying I want. 
yeah i'm not saying i want younger people to govern i'm saying you know uh, this is something a trend which i have been seeing coming into play now so uh-huh. we would be expecting more of balanced out or maybe more of a younger generation dominant uh politics in the years to come maybe uh, do you think that's beneficial who um uh, we can debate on it i wouldn't say yes but i wouldn't even say no either uh okay. seeing new generation coming into power into politics i think you know what they have their own uh, agenda they have fresh perspective to certain topics you know okay हम लोग देखते हैं कि इस तरीके से हो सकता है बट माइट ऑल्सो हैव अदर व्यू की यू नो हम लोग इस तरीके से भी कर सकते हैं ताकि दो फायदा दोनों को हो सके सो फ्रॉम दैट हैविंग अ फ्रेश परस्पेक्टिव ऑफ हाउ थिंग्स शुड बी हैंडल और कैन बी हैंडल नॉट शुड बी बट कैन बी हैंडल दैट्स अ गुड एडवांटेज टू हैव एट द सेम टाइम आई डोंट वॉन्ट के बहुत ज्यादा न्यू एंड यंग पीपल पॉलिटिक्स में आ जाए because then we would be lacking the wisdom we would be lacking how the world is operating and uh-huh. if 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 we uh, change or you know ke ekdam se drastic change aa gaya in politics that means we are going to choke the whole system which is running smoothly at this point yeah and by choking system i don't mean government of just one country that means if you are going to choke government of one country it is going to have ripple effect on all economies around the Bro, world i have a choking system everyone has a choking system <laughs> but you know you are getting my point right yeah yes it needs to be balanced out it doesn't have to be one generation dominant uh, mm-hmm. category as yeah. long as it's balanced out i think we will be fine things should okay. be okay okay what are your okay. thoughts what do you think mm so i actually agree with a lot of things you said i don't really want a completely young government just because you know people's brains aren't formed completely till they're like 25 yeah yeah so like i said with with the young generation again you know no disrespect or anything but they they are hard headed they they are fragile and <laughs> they they are obviously they're going to fight for the cause they think is good to fight they are not going to back down from that and that's a good thing but to a certain level with certain topics not with everything Bro, not everything have is you against seen those, you uh, have you seen those videos uh, where uh, these activists they're going from museum to museum and then they're throwing yes yes yeah, yeah they are destroying yeah i've seen especially that's happening mostly in london Oh, there was one painting yeah. in London, and I believe there was one painting in the in Germany or France. I forget. Okay, but that's so stupid, uh, right? Like, I believe you're standing up for a cause. That's all right, but that does not make it right to destroy something else. And if you see, and if you see I think, yeah, and and if you see, I think those people are they. I think they are Zoomers. They are not Gen X or Gen Ys. They are Zoomers. I think really Zoomers are this old because they, bro, they look so young. Come on. <laughs> I I think they are and I don't know. But yeah, they are they are basically destroying the art. They are 
valuable paintings. Yeah, I've seen that. See, that's what I'm saying. Uh, Gen Z, they, they won't be afraid of fighting for what they believe is the cause. And that's a good thing. They are hard-handed about certain things. By the same time, you know, they should know the limits. They should know. Okay, that, that reminds me. They are doing that for uh, because of, uh, what's it called? Global warming, destruction of Earth, per se. Yeah, and like stopping oil, uh, basically. Yeah. Uh, and I've been seeing that kind of behavior rising a lot. Uh, not just uh, throwing tomato sauce or ketchup or whatever it is on the painting or soup on the painting. But I think that that kind of behavior is rising since last five or six years, I think. Uh, the first time I heard about of such incident, not when they were throwing something, but this guy, he, he handcuffed himself uh, with the door of a giant, I think it was a gigantic oil company. I don't remember. It's an old news, but he he basically tied himself with the door there, and he was screaming through his lung that you know what these guys know what's happening. They are still destroying the earth, and he was a scientist. Uh -huh. He wasn't, and he wasn't even like a newbie or young person. He was a scientist. Yeah. He is okay. a scientist, I think. Uh, he's still alive. I'm not sure, but man, when people fight for a cause which they truly believe in or is at least true here in their mind they make you think like is it really true like that made me think about like holy shit this guy knows what's going to happen he sees police coming he knows what he's up against this whole fucking system and he's still you know he he knows he's going to die <laughs> such big players and he's still doing this for everyone who's still alive trying to save like that that makes you think that made me think like holy shit how much truth can be in this thing that this guy's okay. putting his life on front that everyone Bro. hears him that we are in serious danger we should stop at this moment that's what he was saying we should, we, are, we should stop otherwise we, we we won't have place to live Yes, true, but also consider like where like everybody's allowed to believe whatever they want to, right? Yeah, so 100%. Somebody's convinced themselves that this is my truth and this is the mm. only truth, they're only going to act out based on that. Oh, interesting. Yeah, see, that's why. Uh, go ahead. What were you saying? Yeah, no, see, that's why I was saying, you know, it might be because they, they it was there. Mm -hmm. Maybe not true, but it might be there. But their belief, the kind of behavior they do with that belief makes you question if it's true or not. True, but any crazy person will mm -hmm. do things for their belief, right? Yeah, but then Even again, non crazy you know, people, you... people who are sane, they pray because they believe. But yeah. people who are insane, they dance because they believe. I was coming to that point, you know, it, it wasn't even like this. This guy was a scientist. And he tied himself with a gigantic oil company to send a message about global warming, about Earth's destruction, about what this company was doing and they were aware about. 
he wasn't uh-huh. a junkie who did that or was a head-hearted or uh a stubborn gen z with no knowledge a guy scientist did that that's what i'm saying you know some certain things makes you question about so many things it does bro but again i'm just playing the devil's advocate out here what if he just wanted publicity yeah. Hmm, what true. if he's yeah. writing a study? Yeah. Maybe 100%. 100% that can be true. Not denying that. But at the same time, you cannot... Uh, yeah, you cannot just completely disregard that there, there is yeah. some truth to it. Yeah. Having this trait of fighting for what you really believe in, going all in, that's one of the typical trait of Gen Z or Zoomers, right? Uh-huh. What's what? What do you think I'm going to call you a Gen X or sorry, Gen Y with me. But what do you think we we as a generation has that special or that particular trait? What do you think? Like, I, I feel like we are very balanced generation, you know. Uh, we are very accommodating or mm-hmm. adaptive to the new generation as well as we are adaptive to the generation which came before us. So we, no, are, believe- we are very balanced. I- uh yes but in that aspect what choice do we even have are we not going to accommodate or completely disregard the history that has been passed down to us and are we not going to make way for the future that is about to come Hmm. so it's not a trait more so than just nature playing itself out maybe Well, well, I looked up like what are the specific traits of different kind of generation, Uh you know, for Gen Y, like from generation from 1980s to early 2000s. Here's what on Google was lazy, narcissistic and spoiled. Okay. And why why does Google say that Gen Y is lazy? It was according to a research, research inducted by Times Magazine in 2014. Okay. I had no idea about this. Uh, yeah. Now for Gen X, who people born between like 1960s to early 80s. Mm-hmm. So they had like individualism, ambition, mm-hmm. and an addiction to work. Apparently they were workaholic. Okay. For us, I told you it's narciss- uh, narcissistic, lazy, and spoiled. Uh-huh. You know what? I was actually looking up for different generation or what are the difference between different generation gaps, right? So one thing I found out, you know, um, especially for Gen Y, us Gen Y, uh-huh. having we are having less sex compared to our previous generations. We have problem no. of we have this is just research what i was looking up and they say we have declining sexual drive or up to the extent of no interest in procreation okay and that was like holy shit really what do you think is the reason uh with janex I think we have lots of elements to cover when it comes to just uh, about sexual nature of our generation. First, 
I think irrespective of which country you were born, uh, mm. but if you are part of uh, Gen Y or millennial like us, हम लोग ऐसे बड़े हुए ना कि बहुत सारे एलिमेंट हमको बहुत जल्दी इंट्रोड्यूस कर दिए गए थे और मे बी नॉट आई एम नॉट श्योर बट आई फील लाइक अ लॉट ऑफ प्रेशर टू बिल्ड योर सेल्फ एज अ मैन फर्स्ट राइट एट द सेम टाइम वेन यू आर ट्राइंग टू बिल्ड योर सेल्फ योर फोकस इज टू मच ऑन वॉट यू वॉन्ट टू अकम्पलिश रेदर देन यू आर ट्राइंग टू यू नो चेस समथिंग for no reason uh-huh. so that's one of the reason like building yourself making yourself making something out of yourself other than that like specifically which i've been realizing now not realizing it now but i've been watching lots and lots of youtube videos like some random but some about specific topics uh-huh. uh when i talk about random things uh reels right i you you know me as a person like i would have never thought like this would have never be my original thought process or idea but uh jab se maine ye reels aur ye sab dekhna chalu kiya na i feel like it's just it's not worth it anymore uh huh you know that's what i feel like everywhere you see it's just deceit everywhere you see it's just filth and i would rather hold up or for that one person good meaningful yeah yeah and i'm talking about just for myself like that's one thing not watering down what it is that's why i feel like you know more and more people are now realizing about this fact instead of hoing phase or going all in or having sex every time they're now realizing <laughs> it and that is one part that is another part of i there there seem to be a declining sexual drive amongst gen y okay yeah what about you like look look at the things you know i'm again not against anyone but if you see uh incidents jahan pe you know female females are just trying to take advantage of men and so many things yeah one very ridiculous not ridiculous but i don't know very bizarre thing uh, i i heard on this reel that drake drake the rapper he basically pours a uh, hot sauce hot sauce in his in the condoms every time he has sex so you know the <laughs> woman doesn't try to empty it in a vagina afterwards that's yeah. a smart thing to do i would say because you know then carry fucking hot sauce hot yeah. sauce is the real protection <laughs> hot sauce is the real protection <laughs> anyways but uh, <laughs> we are we are basically an atm uh-huh that's that's just I, i i don't feel comfortable doing all that then i don't want to be just an atm for a person and more, more and more people are realizing it now and they are trying to stay away from the trouble uh-huh. instead of having fun for a few seconds that's okay if they don't get that fun for a few seconds that's fine as long as they are not getting punished 
forever or uh, rest of their life yeah yeah i do agree with that so uske uske alawa bro there are so many things we we as a gen bro i feel uh, like um even like the money this thing even housing problems right like so yes. many people right now are living in a shared house so just to get someone home and like fuck is difficult and then secondly also women are more educated in this times so like earlier on when women weren't educated and weren't able to provide for themselves they had to depend on a man and man, then yeah. that means like if 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 a man is not doing anything they just at home procreating or fooling around but yeah. now that women can provide for themselves by doing a job by putting food on the table for themselves not a lot of women want to procreate and have children so maybe that's that's another reason why sex drive is going down yeah on top of that i feel like you know it's, it's these are scary times basically mm-hmm. right like your one step could actually ruin you or could make you and we are just becoming more cautious as the day goes by as the time goes by we are becoming more cautious about it so uh it's not that we are we don't have sexual drive we do have sexual drive it's just that now now we are very cautious about how we are going to treat or how we are going to deal with that drive instead of just going animals mm-hmm. animalistic behavior like we used to before not thinking about it but now that we are seeing we are living in a bizarre times where you know you could never think about things that could happen to you and that's why as a gen y we are very cautious it's not that we have low sexual drive or no interest in procreation it's just we, now we are getting good knowledge cautious focus on focusing on ourselves there was a little bit of deep discussion i had lots of points that i wanted to go over lots of things that i wanted to talk over with you but it seems like we are out of time maybe you'll be able to cover in the next episode or the next episode by next episode i mean second part if we still continue to do this episode uh, there will be second part but until then see you again on the line mm-hmm.